I'm Lindsay McFarlane, and you are listening to the Be Daring Podcast, Episode 2, Letting Go of Expectation. Hey, welcome to the Be Daring Podcast. How do you heal from the struggles of life? while at the same time creating an amazing life that you love? My name's Lindsay McFarlane, and I'm here to help you learn how to heal from pain, find your identity, love yourself, and create an amazing new life that you will love. You ready to be daring? Let's do this. Hi guys, welcome back. Hope you had a great Labor Day weekend, and I hope your week is going well. Um, We are going to chat today about letting go of expectation. Expectation is something that comes from our past experiences into our present and is trying to predict the future. So we're kind of carrying things from the past that we've already experienced and trying to mold and control our life according to how we want it or how we've dreamt it would be, right? When you were little, I want you to think about how you dreamt your life would be. (laughs) Is it even close to the dream that you thought? It might be in some areas, but it's also probably very different. So you've had to adapt some of your expectations from maybe when you were younger. I always think of like maybe 25 years ago, how I thought my life would be today. It's very, very different. You know, I am in a combined family. I'm a stepmom now. I'm remarried and life is good, but there was definitely some hardship to get to where I'm at. And also I had to release a lot of my expectations of how my life should be because the reality was my life wasn't that way. And so if you think about how you have all these expectations for your life, you also carry a ton of expectations for the people in your life. Um, You think about your spouse, the expectations you have for them, your kids, your in-laws, your sister-in-laws, your (laughs) friends, all the people in our life, we have a certain amount of expectation for them. And many times our expectation is kind of like, why don't they do things the way that I do? I would do that for them. Why are they not doing it for me? And the bottom line is we can't control people. Dang it, huh? (laughs) We cannot control people. So what we can do is love them for who they are. And this is a lot harder than it sounds. I always talk to my clients about the manual is what we call it. The manual is basically, and we all have this, we all carry these manuals around for people in our lives. This manual contains all the expectations we have for them, all the things we want them to do or be, and 
we carry it around all the time and we don't even realize it. And once we can kind of become aware of that, things can shift drastically when we're willing to drop some of those things that we've kept in our manual. So really, if we think about it, people are good at being themselves, right? I I am not good at trying to be someone else. We've all done it at times too, where we're trying to maybe be more like someone else. And it's hard. It's almost impossible because we're good at being ourselves. So when someone else has an expectation for us, you think about it the other way around. When someone has held an expectation for you that you haven't met, it's very, very difficult to be yourself around that person because you know you haven't met their expectation. So if we reverse it back on ourselves, when we have these expectations of everyone else around us and they don't meet them, not only are they disappointed in themselves, but then we're disappointed too. And we start to create resentment in our relationships. Have you ever felt this? <laughs> the resentment that comes up when someone doesn't do what you thought they were going to do or what you think they should do. We've all gone through it. And so we have to become self-aware of really what we're doing to ourselves and to that other person and kind of look at them more with an open heart and with love and redirect that expectation into compassion and love for that person. Um, We sometimes have expectations that are there that are not met that cause us a lot of pain. Now, pain and hurt is going to come when we're disappointed But there's a difference between the type of pain that comes from hurt and there's the kind of pain that comes from anger and resentment and things like that. In coaching, we call it clean pain and dirty pain, right? Clean pain is that kind of pain that you're not so much stewing on the anger and the harsh feelings all the time, which those do come up on the surface. But after we've kind of processed through those, then we can get more into like the feeling of just feeling hurt or sad or things like that, where the dirty pain keeps us stuck. It keeps you stuck in this anger, resentment, hate mode And so it's nice to be aware of what kind of pain we're feeling. So when someone disappoints us or doesn't meet our expectation, are we falling into clean pain or dirty pain? So expectation needs to be dropped many, many times. And once we start really being aware of the expectations we're putting on to other people, we can start to clean that up for ourselves, And you will start to live in such a more peaceful place once you're able to recognize that and kind of shift it. So we recently bought uh, our first home together 
Um, we've been married like two and a half years, going on three years now, and we were able to buy a house a couple months ago. And so we were so excited. We were finally like, yes, we get to have our own home and you know, redo things in it and paint and do what we want with it. And we were both super excited. Uh, my husband, Rob, is really good at carpentry stuff and construction and woodwork. And I love to paint and recreate spaces. I'm definitely not an interior designer, but I think it's fun to make a space my own, you know. And so this was cool. We were so excited to get this house. And we immediately kind of started writing lists of things and how we were going to do it and how we would afford it and the timeline. And we had a month from the time it closed until we had to move. So we had this whole month where we were like, okay, we can totally like gut the kitchen and paint this room and start installing a new kitchen. And our expectations were... Not reality. So what did happen was we got about one-tenth, maybe, of the list done. And I noticed there were some days, because our expectation was so high on how much work we could get done, that our frustrations were higher because our expectation was not realistic. So... Once I saw that, I could see what was happening within myself. And I was like, okay, I've got to reset this expectation. And this is going to happen over months, not weeks, right? And so once I was able to kind of reframe it in my mind, it was like so much more peaceful and so much more fun and everything flowed. And it's the exact same in our relationships, when we have all these little expectations, and one thing about all these little expectations is sometimes we're not even aware we're carrying them around. So the first step in changing this in our relationships is being aware of what we're expecting. We're actually expecting other humans around us to be just like us and think like us and do like us, and it's not how it is. Right? The world would be so boring if it was all Lindsay McFarland's. Like, we are all different for a reason. And so sometimes we're going to be disappointed because it's not the way that we think or do something. One of the main things that clients come to me in their relationships is their mother-in-laws or sister-in-laws, things like that. (laughs) It's funny because those relationships come up almost more than like a spouse because they have this idea, like when they've gotten married, that they're going to have like this best friend that's a sister-in-law or this mother-in-law that's going to come over and take their kids and watch their kids and do all these things. And these relationships and the expectations and dream that we had about how they would be sometimes have to be rebuilt in our mind because reality is this is the mother-in-law that you were given. This is the sister-in-law you were given. This is the brother-in-law. And sometimes we have to look at it through new eyes 
and drop some of that story and dream that we carried because the reality is we are all human beings and I'm sure that they have things to offer you that are amazing. And then there are other things that you just can't stand or it doesn't align with your expectations. So when we can be aware that we are expecting all these people around us to be a certain way, be like us, or, you know, the mentality of, well, I would do this for them is not really what's happening because they don't think like you do. So sometimes we have to ask. We have to ask for certain things. And the best way to ask is to just be honest and ask, but to not have strings attached to it, to our own emotions. And sometimes we might feel hurt or disappointed, and that's okay, and that's okay for us to go process through that. But it's good to start looking at it like I'm going to ask, but I'm not going to tie my emotional life to whether they do this for me or not, right? It's kind of like, I would love it if they would do this for me, but if not, it's okay. And so just slowly starting to look at some of these relationship dynamics and things a little bit different in our life and switch the whole story and dream that we had of our life into reality and what's really happening is going to save you so much pain in the end. And it's going, it's going to allow you to have authentic relationships with these people. When we're trying to control them or mold them into who we would like them to be, that relationship will never be authentic. And the connection that you want to be there will never be there. And so in order to have authentic relationships and connection, we have to allow others to be who they are. Now, there are times where we have boundaries and different things like that in order to protect ourselves, and also boundaries protect our relationships. So there are times where those things are needed, um, but it is helpful to look at relationships and really ask yourself, am I being authentic and am I allowing them to be authentic? Because if you're both not being your authentic self, that deep connection that like we want as human beings doesn't exist. And you can all think of a relationship that you've had that you felt like, oh, this is fake. (laughs) And usually it's fake because we're not showing up as the person who we really are. And maybe we're not allowing them to show up as who they are. And so it doesn't feel real and connected. So this is a key to connection in your relationships is letting go of that expectation. So I am a Christian and that always really plays into how I try to treat other people and also how I try to treat myself. And I just really love this quote. It's by a leader in um, my church named Dieter F. Uchtdorf. And he says, what you create doesn't have to be perfect. 
Don't let fear of failure discourage you. Don't let the voice of critics paralyze you, whether that voice comes from the outside or inside. And I just liked that quote because we have a lot of expectation, not only for others, but for ourselves. And so once we can kind of see all those expectations and maybe adjust them to what is realistic for ourselves and stop being the critic of ourself, we can learn to love ourselves more, which in return, we can love other people more. Because when we are feeling good and okay about ourselves, that's when we can give to other people around us. So I also love this idea of um, with expectation is looking at others without judgment. Because when we have expectations, sometimes it's coming from a place of judgment within us. And it could be also coming from a place of judgment of ourself that we're projecting onto someone else. And so when we can kind of ask ourselves, am I judging this person because of what I think they should be or should do? Am I judging myself because of who I think I should be and what I think I should be doing all the time and not like leaving room for error? Um, That's something to think about as well. So... Thanks so much for joining me. I am enjoying doing this podcast. And if you've ever had an interest in life coaching, I would love to be your coach and help you out. You can find me at lindsaymcfarlane.org. Um, I also have an Instagram page, Lindsay McFarlane Coaching, and a Facebook page. So... You can DM me on Instagram or fill out a little form on my website. I would love to hear from you. Have a great week, you guys. See you later. Bye.